All right, we have a big podcast this week. Lots to talk about. Uh, we have a big guest uh, this week, uh, for starters, uh, Brody Buffington, uh, the Catoctin sprinting superstar. We'll, we'll be on, and we'll talk to him about his state uh, record run in the 55 dash, 6.19 seconds, and just his last month in general, because it's been crazy, running the fastest time in the nation. Uh, being disqualified controversially at the at the regional meet and and, and then this big result in states, uh, Catoctin boys repeat as uh, team champs. So we'll talk to Coach Lillard and Brody about that too. So uh, very excited about uh, uh, the guests uh, this week. Always excited to have these guys on, Alexander Dacey and John Cannon, and uh, for our opening segment here and. Lots to talk about outside of all that track, uh, state track stuff, too, because it was CMC Basketball Week. Uh, the playoffs are about to start. And uh, and on the boys' side, uh, Alexander, Frederick, uh, they stay undefeated uh, with uh, what seemed like a testy win over Walkersville. Yeah, you know, and I kind of – we'd all kind of said, like, if there's one team that could give Frederick, you know, some fits, it might be Walkersville just because of, of the two bigs, you know. And the fact that, you know, Walker or Frederick, while they, while they have some length to, you know, at least somewhat counter it, they don't have just the, the bodies of that, you know, of that size or the early true big like that, you know, to really, to, to, to really be able to muck it up down low like Walkersville can. And so, you know, I mean, Frederick led for most of the game, you know, and I think, I think they led the ent- entirety of the last three quarters plus a little bit of, of the first quarter, but I mean, it was never really comfortable. Like, like, yeah, they got they got out to a fifteen point lead briefly in the third quarter, but then Walker's will cut that right back down to like six, and most of the fourth quarter was between about three and five points. So you know, they was you know they were, they they were I I don't want to say they were fully in command the entire time, but you know they they definitely got tested. But you know, I mean that's the hey, that's the kind of test they and I mean frankly Walkersville will need you know going into playoffs because I mean you know for Frederick's sake like. They've just been blowing out so many teams, and you know, and even then, a lot of good teams, right? Like that, you know, outside of, you know, Walkersville's probably the only public school team. That, you know, Gretty, you know, again, Gretty being private, you know, is a little bit different. But Walkersville's probably the only public school team that's really pushed them. You know, I think I believe those are their only single digit, uh, single digit wins over again over public school competition. There, there might be one other one in there that I'm forgetting, but you know, it's it, it's something they kind of needed, you know, and the. And you know, while they have a, you know, fairly favorable at least start of the bracket, um, you know, when when you get down to, you know, if you don't want to look too far ahead, but like there's a pair, pair of other undefeated teams in three A and uh, Damascus uh, is one Damascus of them, right? yeah. and uh, actually Damascus just lost the Montgomery County Championship last night, but in regular season they were undefeated. Um, and uh, uh, who's the other one? Uh, Baltimore City College. That's who it is. Um, you know, so you want to look that far down the line, you know, th- there could be some real tests like that. And then for Walkersville in two way, you know, I believe, again, I believe if, I believe they have the, the, the best record in, in two way, um, you know, again, I, or there might be like one of the, I think one of the Eastern shore teams might be, you know, tied with that. I mean, there are three losses are two to Frederick and then one to the three, a champ last year. Oh, right? yeah. In, in a close game. So like, you know, so I, I feel like Walkersville, Walkersville's in a pretty good position too, you know, and that, again, that was a game, you know, they, they needed it, but also they showed again, 
they can hang with Frederick, you know, maybe not win, but I mean, hanging with, hanging with that team, you know, it's not something mo- most teams can do. It's crazy to think about, John, because we went all these years without a state boys basketball <laughs> champion. I mean, we're going back to the mid-90s and uh, the TJ teams, and all of a sudden Oakdale comes out of nowhere uh, last year and wins it, and now we have Frederick High in position to do it this year. So it's, yeah. it's just amazing how fast things have turned around a little bit. Yeah, it's so. like they saw it could be done, and <laughs> the floodgates have officially opened uh, <laughs> I, I suppose uh, on the on the girls side Ligonor had a nice win over Williamsport yeah and, and again likewise like uh, Alexander was saying about his game I mean it was a good test for both teams and uh, <laughs> both teams had some shooting problems that's for sure it was a low scoring game I forget the specifics right now but uh uh, it was a. I mean, Linganore led a good bit of the way. They led by 11 at one point in the third quarter, but uh, Williamsport cut it down to two. Williamsport's uh, nice player, Paige Smith, who uh, I guess apparently got poked in the eye early in the game. She's a she's a really super scorer. It took her a while to get going. I'm sure that had something to do with it. But all of a sudden, she turned it on and led this comeback. But uh, uh, Linganore got uh, uh, they kind of the dagger at the end was Trinity Limblade uh, hit a really deep three pointer uh, that kind of like kind of <laughs> to restore command I guess restore order for Linganore and they held on it was a good win for them. Has Linganore regained their luster there or are they, yeah. they, they they still trying to recapture it from what they had earlier in the season? Yeah, they hit that little bit of a slump there. I mean, they lost to Urbana, which is you know plausible. Urbana's a really good team, but then they got hammered by. Uh, Man Valley, and apparently uh, they had some illnesses and uh, some injuries going on there, so that that played into that. Yeah, I'd say. I mean, uh, right now they're they're kind of back where they were, and uh, you know, after a win like that, especially, I mean, that that's what they needed to go into the playoffs. Uh, how, how we look, how we look in playoff wise on the girls' side now? Uh, Leganor, uh, can you p- uh, pull up their three A? Um, yeah, there? yeah, yeah. I'll I'll pull that up right now. So Leganor, I mean Leganor, and then honestly in one A as well, Catoctin. You know they probably are our best bets, or at least have the most favorable roads. Um, you know, I mean to to get out of to get out of their region, you know Leganor is going to have to probably beat probably beat Oakdale. Um, you know most likely in the regional final. You know you can't can't count out um. Can't count out, I'd say, Frederick or, you know, even, I mean, North, North Hager sounds a, kind of surprisingly a three seed um, uh, in, in, in this bracket. But, yeah, I mean, very likely they'd have to get, you know, get through Oakdale before they get to States. Um, and then, How is uh, Urbana looking in 4A? Uh, Urbana, so Urbana is a three seed in 4A, and they've got, uh, they've got Gaithersburg in their, uh, in their first round. And then, they've got a, and then they've got an interesting pair of tests. So they got Seneca Valley. Uh, if they win that, if they win that game, they got Seneca Valley, and then most likely, if they can knock off Seneca, they got Clarksburg, who was undefeated last year, and I believe only has like one or two. Lo- I think they only have one loss this year. Um, they're once again, uh, you know, uh, Clarksburg seventeen and three, um, but once again, you know, a very stout team. I believe. I believe they still have that. I forget her name, but the the girl who's going to Maryland. I believe she's. I think this is her senior year. I think she was a junior last year. Mm-hmm. So you know, if they if they can get past Seneca Valley, then that's probably that's a real tall order. You know, for for any team, quite frankly, and uh, you know, in in presumably would be Clarksburg in the region final, but um, you know, uh, never never say never. Uh, Middletown and Walkersville in two A. So the that two A girls uh, uh, West Region uh, I think they're in West Region two girls bracket might actually be the toughest bracket out of any of these in the state because I think it's the only one where every team is above five hundred like 
Middletown, who came on really hot to end the year and kind of saved them with Walkersville, honestly. Uh, Middletown's a three seed, and Walkersville's a five seed in that region. Plus, you got Williamsport, and then you've got uh, Hammond, Poolsville, and, and Glen Elg. So, you know, it's uh, it, it could be an interesting, you know, that could be a little interesting subregion there. You know, I mean, if Walkersville does beat Poolsville, they're going to have to go go to play Williamsport, and that'll be a that'll be a test. But um, you know, it, it's it, it's I it. I think if things break the right way, if I think if they can get out of that region, one of those teams can get out of that region, they're probably set up decently well, I'd say, because that's, I won't say it's the region of death, but it's a, certainly a, a tough one where everyone's at least, you know, pretty good. I'm going to do this for my man, Rob Healy, who coaches the Okio girls <laughs> and who listens regularly, which we, we uh, uh, appreciate here. Uh, he says we haven't been talking about his team quite enough. <laughs> They're so, good. So, so let's handicap uh, the prospects for the Oakdale girls in 3A uh, okay. for, well, uh, for Coach I, Healy. I, I think they're they're in good shape. I mean, they got they got they got South tomorrow in their first round. They should that should be fine for them. They they'll get a, if they win. Assuming they win that, they get either North or or TJ. I think they, again they should be fine there. Then presumably they would get Langenor in the region final, and that's really the big test. I mean. I think you saw them play. They can Oakdale. beat them. They can beat them. Yeah. I, I saw them play earlier, earlier in the year. I mean, it was a back and forth game. Um, and, and you like the Oakdale girls, John? Yeah, they do. Um, they have a player I really like a lot, Sky Bayless, who's just um, I know she had a, she had a uh, blew out her knee. Um, was that last year? And then you know she had the COVID year, freshman year. She hasn't really got to play a lot in high school until this year, and um, I'm really getting to see what she can do. And it's, uh, yeah, she's it, a nice, uh, nice, it, play, nice facilitator and scorer, and she gets rebounds and does a lot of different things. And, and the interesting, interesting thing about them is like you know, I mean, Bayless, she's pr- I'd say probably their best overall player, but it's like they don't have a, they don't really have one star, you know, that kind of stands out, or like one just total, you know, you know, one or two people that just totally take over, like you would. You know, maybe see, you know, maybe see on some of these other teams like, like I mean, well, I guess Lingenor's got like four of those, but um, you know, on like a Lingenor or a Catoctin, you know, like like this, like like Oakdale's really got a very deep, you know, yeah. squad of very, you know, lots of just lots of like above average players who know their role, and you know that you know that that kind of depth will you know can carry a team if they you know, and again, you you don't have to necessarily look for one player to get hot at the right time, you know, you can kind of take anybody so that's you know that's something else i think they have going in their favor how's that coach healy uh, <laughs> breaking down oakdale girls basketball on the podcast nothing wrong with flying a little under the radar sometimes yeah. that uh, you catch some yeah. teams off uh, exactly exactly so um do we know the state swimming situation do we, do we have swimming qualifiers yeah so the regional um the regionals for that were this past weekend uh, fr- uh friday and saturday the um urbana boys won there it was the i think the 4a 3a south region um despite urbana not being anywhere near the south um they uh they won they, they won as a team won the won that uh won that bracket and then you know obviously there's a handful of other individual swimmers and divers but i don't believe anybody's like in you know i think especially you know once you get the montgomery county teams involved uh at, at states this week and i think you know most of most of our times are going to lag behind theirs but well, you know still, still a solid you know still a solid contingent what going. needs to be said here though is that yeah. a lot of times our top swimmers do not go on to the states and mm-hmm. it's a year after year after year and well, they, uh, that's the club. there's usually a conflict with right. some sort of a club tour, a club meet or something like that so i mean you know they'll have these great years and then when they go you know the states come around you're some of your best swimmers in this county aren't aren't there they're no shows and uh, you know i mean it's um it's unfortunate they're put in that position where they have to choose between a, a 
club meet and a, and a, and a right. varsity swim meet. It, it, but. Yeah, it just seems unusual to, to stop a season before the, the, well, the, the, think of any other the sport. state championship meet. You right? know, you yeah. you got a state championship basketball team. All these girls from Lingenor say, yeah, you know, we have, a, we have a club game this weekend, and so we're not going to go to the state championship game. And, you know, that would, that would be something <laughs> you know I, and i'm not putting the swimmers down themselves it's just unfortunate that they have to choose between these two things right. and it comes up year after year after year i assume it's going to happen again this year i hope i'm wrong but it doesn't sound like it because we were looking at the regionals like some of our i won't mention names but some of our top swimmers it looks like they're not going to the, yeah. in the region uh, so i they're not going to be at the states and uh there you go yeah and that and that reduces your your pool of potential winners uh, mm. too obviously mm. a pool no pun intended there, so <laughs> Um, and we also have a uh, regional wrestling this week. I, I, I did want to shout out, uh, Brunswick's, uh, Morgan, uh, Corwine, uh, who, uh, won a County championship at one, 152, 152 pounds, uh, last Saturday at Frederick high. And then three days later wins the one, a boys pole vault, uh, with a, with a vault of 12 feet. Uh, it's, it's more than he was expecting to do. Uh, it, it was a great effort by Morgan, uh, who will be one of the favorites to win the 1A, 2A, 152 uh, championship in wrestling. So um, just to be able to be a contender, uh, let alone a potential winner in two completely different sports like like uh, track and field and wrestling and pole vaulting and wrestling. I mean, that's quite an accomplishment. So I also wanted to give a shout out to Brunswick's Morgan Corwine uh, for his big uh, three-day uh, eventful uh, athletic endeavors uh, there this past week. All right, when we come back, we'll talk to the man of the week, the man of the hour, Brody Buffington and his coach Dave Lillard of the, the state champion Kentucky track team. Stay with us here on The Final Score. It should be a fun conversation, everyone. It's been quite a month for Catoctin High senior Brody Buffington. Uh, ran the fastest time in the nation in the 55 dash. Was controversially disqualified in the 300 at regionals, which generated national attention. And on Tuesday of this week, ran the fastest time ever in a Maryland indoor high school meet in the 55 dash. 6.19 seconds. I mean, that's quite a month, Brody. Uh, what, what's it been like for you? Well, this track season's flown by, and um, I just keep getting better and better. So, oh, well, why why do you think that is? Um, probably because it's just so competitive now, and I'm putting all my um time and effort into it. So, but but I mean, with all this that you're doing, I mean, what's what's everyday life like for you now? And like, what's it been like in school this week, especially after running that time? It's been good. There's been a lot of support from uh, the school and from the team, so it's been good. Yeah, I mean, have you felt like the small town celebrity though? I mean, no, a little you, bit, yeah. You're, you're 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 sort of the you're sort of the rock star now. Yeah, right? my name's out there now. Uh, I so. mean, is it, is it t- taking some time to get used to that, or I mean, how have you how have you adjusted, or are you, are you just letting all? It just it still feels normal. I still feel like it does. Yeah. Oh, well, why why do you think it still feels normal? Um, because like I have a good bit of friends, and I still feel like I'm just, you know, it's not like I'm some celebrity. It just. I feel like I'm still part of that small friend group, and I feel good. But but when you like go to the grocery store, you just do common everyday things, or are people approaching you and stuff now? Or well, sometimes, do, yeah. Do, do people recognize you? And, mm-hmm. and, 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 and how do you how do you handle that when when someone sees you at the store or something <sighs> like that? I don't know. Just I say hi and I say thank you, and it's, it's good. Yeah, I mean, you you seem like the guy that 
it's great that if all this is happening, but you'd be just as fine if it was if it wasn't yeah. happening. Uh, mm-hmm. either. Like you're just gonna live your life. All this could swirl around. Yeah. you. it's great. You enjoy it. You you don't you don't mind it. But mm-hmm. if if it wasn't, you, you you're not out there looking for it either. It nope, seems. I'm not looking for it at all. Yeah. So is, is it easier to handle it when that one? That's yeah, it's easier to handle. It. Yep. Yep. I mean, because after the race, you're signing autographs. I mean, uh, (laughs) runners from from opposing teams are asking you to pose for selfies. You you don't even know uh, who they are. Yeah. I mean, just just what – has it been tough getting used to all this attention? No, it's it's just funny to me. I enjoy it. You you, you enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And you you just let it roll off your back and just just roll with the punches, right? Yep. Um, David, what's your take on all this? Like, like how do you – Dave Lillard, the great uh, (laughs) – <laughs> uh, I, I, you didn't get your proper introductions. That's all right. Uh, Dave Lillard, the uh, uh, great uh, track coach of the now three-time Catoctin boys track team in the last year. I mean, indoor last year. That was, that was your first that indoor was, team yes. title. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? Was it a Catoctin first indoor last year? That was their first indoor for, first, title. Okay, yep. last year was the first uh, indoor team title uh, for outdoor, too. Mm-hmm. And now you, you repeat your feat at, at the state indoor meet. Uh, just what, what's your take on all this, and how, how do you feel Brody is handling all this? I I think he's handling it pretty good. I mean, it's it's he's. I mean, a lot of people forget sometimes when they see an athlete that's as as good as he is, that you know it, it's a seventeen year old you know student that you're looking at here, and a lot of times you know adults a bit especially will forget that where. His friends don't. They go, "Hey, you're Brody Buffington. We we grew up with you. We played t-ball together. You know, we we hung out together, and 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 you are who you are, and your greatness is awesome. But you're still Brody Buffington. So it's kind of cool that the small Catoctin community kind of they support him. But at the same time, since it's such a small community, they they known Brody since. He came out of the womb, most likely. So yeah. It's, yeah. it's probably it's they are happy for him, but at the same time, they probably if he were to let it get a little bit to him, they'd probably put him in check pretty quick, just because that's what friends do. Right. You you would appreciate that too, right, Brody? I mean, you, you appreciate the fact that your teammates sort of keep your feet on the ground a little bit, right? Yes, of course. Uh, do, do do you think that's necessary? I mean, you, you're 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 glad to have that. Yeah, I'm glad to have that. Because coach says you you bust on them, they bust on you. So 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 it's a pretty healthy dynamic there, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, and, and Brody's obviously Dave, not your only athlete worthy of recognition. I mean, we we'd be writing all about Furious Trammell, yep. uh, uh, a, a great five hundred and three hundred runner, a st- state champ in the three hundred. Yeah, one of the hardest. He did one of the hardest doubles in track and field, and that's running to three hundred, which he won. And then second and then, into five. Yeah, second into five. If he'd have went in there fresh, he he would have easily won that but uh, uh alexander Contreras, uh, yep. your, your great distance runner uh, p- uh swept the 1600 and 3200 at the state meet yeah and he was lining up to run run the 800 and the luxury of having a team like this is i was able to walk up to him and say hey you know what i want you to run a great 400 on that four by four why aren't you um just relax and not do the eight if you don't want to and he was like really coach i can focus on the four by four i've never done that right uh you so, got you guys won the four by yeah. two uh relay which which brody was a part of he normally yeah. runs the third leg but but he ran the lead off like what, there, there was a last minute switch there yeah or? yeah they, they um came up i mean they the lane one is always a tight lane for um a fast any fast runner not just brody um it's a tight lane for furious as well um but 
Um, you know, we, we had planned to possibly switch that around. It just didn't work out at that time. And they decided, you know, they asked me, they go, hey, we kind of switched the order. What do you think? And we were ahead by, I believe, 33 points at that point. And I was like, you know what, guys? Go for it. I right. mean, it's what what is what's going to happen if all of a sudden, you know, we don't win or if we drop the baton. Um, that's when I would have kept Alex in the eight just to keep that buffer. But, you know, they, they did good. It, it was a good it was a good call. Um, it was a good call because what happened is we took the lead so early on with Brody, then to Furious, then to Asher. And, and, and it's kind of funny to say we've got a sm- sophomore. I was talking to Seamus today. Seamus Stahl, yeah. Yeah, Seamus Stahl. I was like, Seamus, you know, you're running awesome. And we're, we're talking about the last leg being the slow leg. And he's just as fast as anybody that's in the 4x4 from 4x2 in any school. So we just, we, we did a good call there and kind of just demoralizing or basically taking the lead so quick and so heavily with Brody and Furious in there. It just was a really good call. And actually, when you see it, at one point in time, we were like 50 meters ahead. Yeah, and, and Brody, I imagine you were fine with running any leg. I mean, you. you yeah. <laughs> I love doing the you. first leg because, especially at PG, we can use blocks, and I can just explode out of the blocks and get a really good start. So, so, so you were on board with the switch. I was on board. You, I was on, you, you're like cool. It was Actually, some of my just, idea, really. Yeah. The switch was their idea. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't my idea. They told me, asked me at the bullpen, and I was. You know, sometimes, as as I've, I as I always tell them, sometimes you just got to trust your athletes. If they feel it's a certain way that they want it a certain way, you've you've got it. You've you have to trust that because they're we're there, we're winning because you're trusting them and because they are doing so well. So once in a while, you know, as a coach, you've got to step back and go, "All right, that's that's a good idea. Go ahead and go for it." Are you going to lobby to run the first leg more now, Brody, or because uh, you're in the blocks and you get get that fast start for outdoor? probably a different story but for indoor probably if we go to nationals for it yeah yeah but my point dave is you have so many wonderful athletes and then maybe they don't get the recognition they deserve from from other people uh, from folks in the media like like me and and others and uh i mean it's no one's fault but but what brody is doing is so sensational and so dynamic that it sort of uh makes them sort of a side story a little bit yeah I, i would imagine i mean i think a lot of teams that have runners like brody probably have runners that feel that way too but i i just i mean if they are feeling that i don't i don't get the sense that they're feeling that and they they are doing a doggone good job hiding it if they if they do feel that way they they're happy for brody they're happy for themselves i mean they're excited when they get off the track i mean when they get off the track i'm i'm there to tell them how they ran it's i do it for brody i do it for alex and so do the other coaches and, and brody congratulate i mean he, oh, yeah. he, he's there cheering for his teammates and yeah. stuff too so, so yeah it's yeah it's a it's a tough tough if if it's it could be a tough situation in other teams but i i just don't see it on this team because they're just too easy going i mean you're talking about how easy going brody is alex is pretty easy going himself he he's hard on himself at times but you know he's when somebody does poorly he just says you know you'll be there next time you'll do it they're just a very easy going team very happy team and a team that doesn't really kind of get that kind of jealousy that you would expect it's just kind of cool right uh, do, you, do you feel sometimes brody unintentionally that you're sort of shoving your teammates into the margins with with <laughs> with, with what you're doing <laughs> uh i don't know 
it, it helps to have an easygoing team, though, right? Because, yeah. Because that smooths over that dynamic that could exist if, if there was – I mean, if it smooths over any potential friction, right? Yeah, there's no friction. I think we're all – we're all talented in a different aspect. Like it's for Furious, he's mid distance. For me, it's spring. For Alex, it's long distance. There's really never tension, you know. Trying to be the best at certain events. Right. Uh, l- l- let's talk about Tuesday's race. Uh, you said you got off to a bad start uh, in 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 the in the fifty five dash. What was the bad start? Uh, I was I really wanted to get out of the box a little harder, but I think my drive phase really helped me. I, I mean, it's probably what seven steps. I was driving really hard. Yeah. What Lillard told me to do. It was the goal, yep. Yeah, so. I mean, the the race is so fast, and only so many thoughts can go through your head in 6.19 seconds. But you said you got off to the bad start. You said you were looking at your feet too much? Yeah, it was, I was looking down a little bit. And what, what, what does that do? That that just slows you down? Yeah, or? it makes my hips. I roll forward a little bit, and I can't get that good, you know, strong, you know, right. step. But I think for me, it's harder for me. I'm, you know, I'm six foot three and I'm 205 pounds right now. It's much harder for me to get up to my top speed. So for me in that 55, such a small race, it's difficult. Did you did you panic uh, right at the start, saying this no, is a bad start? Or no. I mean, I knew I was going to win it. Not trying to sound cocky, but I knew I was going to win it. But I really wanted that to break that state record. Right, but but were you worried I'm not going to get the time with, with, with the bad start? I mean, a little it, bit. It, it happened so fast. But the second I looked up and I was loose and I felt really good, I knew I was going to break it. Right. So, so you made up with it with your with your what you call your drive phase. My drive phase. Yeah. Yeah. Which starts where? Like ten meters in, twenty meters in, or how many steps? Um. Well, I would probably say. I mean, when he gets out of his blocks, he's got to really kind of take seven really hard steps. Because a lot of times the athletes will try to stand up too quick because they want to get fast and they got to be patient. They got to be patient. They got to be patient. That's one of Brody's. Even if he has a start where his hips are kind of down or he's looking down, that first step is not perfect, but he kind of auto-corrects on that second step because he's so powerful that his his body automatically just kind of tries to auto-correct to where it should be, and then hopefully he takes those those other five to six steps really, really, really hard, gradually gets up straight, and then from there just kind of tries to maintain that get a little bit faster and then maintain that speed through the finish. And you were able to wear spikes at um, PG, right? Yeah. Because you're not at Hagerstown. Some of these great times that Brody's running is just in regular tennis shoes, yeah. which gives you the sliding. When you're as big and fast and powerful as Brody, that sort of yeah. gives you a sliding sensation, especially when you have to worry about staying in your lane. Yeah, it's right? really bad going around the turns at HCC and on the straights. It's, it, you can feel it. it Having spikes is so much different, so much better. Yeah, that's right. why at times in like in a four by two, um, you know, we we try to if Brody happens if our four by two and Brody has to run to four by two and we're in lane two, we wouldn't even think about starting Brody. Um, we would want Brody to get the baton maybe third. That way he can, if he needs to veer out of lane one or lane two or even like he did, I think it was at conference. No, no, it, at counties where he literally, you were in lane four as you were coming around mm-hmm. in that four by two. And you just can't do that if he's, if if you're where, in spikes, where, it's a right. little, it's you just aren't doing that. You, you're staying on the track yeah. uh, a little bit better. You get a little help. So, right. So it was kind of cool because there was a, a second or two lag before they put the time on the board at PG. So so you run this great 55 dash. Did you know before you even saw the time that, that yeah, you had the record? Yeah, I knew I broke 6-2. I, I my goal was to go 6-1-8, but I'm glad I got 6-1-9. Well, what felt different about the 6-1-9? Uh, 
I was excited. I was stoked that I broke 6-2. And I knew I was going to do it, especially when I ran that 6-2-5 in the prelims and I let up a little bit. So it was good. Yeah, but you knew it. Like, what, 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 I mean, it's such a small difference. Like, what gave you the indication that, that you had the, what were you feeling that was different than previous races? I have no clue. It felt good. That's yeah. all I know. And, and sometimes, that, sometimes, sometimes a runner just knows. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I mean, I've, I've seen milers just know halfway through the race that they were going to do something awesome. And I've seen sprinters just kind of know. It's, it's it's really hard to explain other than the fact that you know everything is going right. You know you had a, a good enough start and you know you were you didn't get up too quick, so therefore you you were still pushing off of that ground real hard. You know when you got to about the 30 meter 30 meters left that you were at full speed and you can hold that for another, you know, 25 seconds. You just it's it's more of a feeling than like mentally, it's just, you know, everything is, it's kind of like a basketball player hitting that sweet three and it's, there's no rim and it's just all net. They know it right when they let that ball go and it it goes through the basket. And you could tell when, and when you watch basketball, you, they, when they let go of that ball, they turn around and they just jog away knowing that I just made that shot. And that's the same thing with track. It's just more of a, because we practice it so much over and over and over and over and over and over again that you just know when everything is right. You you, you probably had him on the watch, Dave, but but did you uh, know that he had it too as soon as I, he crossed? Or? I don't I don't time to 55. You don't? Okay. Yeah, that race is <laughs> because really hard to time. chances are I'll have him at 5'9", or I'll have him at like 6'9", and it's just... I the fifty five. I I just don't time. In fact, I don't I don't really have a watch on a lot of races. You don't. I I have I'll, I'll have a watch on once in a while on a distance runners because our our focus is racing. We you if you if we're want to run, then we're going to have a watch on us. But I mean, none of our distance guys wear watches while they race. None of them. That's just one of our rules. You don't wear a watch because we don't race, and I really don't have a watch on them because. I focus more on what they should be doing at each phase of that race so they can continue to race. Because the time is just a byproduct yeah. of, of, of everything else. If right? you do everything right, the time that you're going to get the time that you want, I don't, I don't need to see it on my watch. We'll see it on the, we'll see it on the display. Right. And when, when the time popped on the board, Brody, what emotion was running through you? What went through your head when you saw that 619 up there? Um, so my friend back home, he runs track and he called it. He said, I, you're going to run a 619. And he said he was I was going to run a 625 in the prelims and I just thought about him and this is funny. So, yeah. Wow. Dave, when you saw that flash up there, what went through your mind? I was so happy for him and I I knew he was excited because he literally just kind of started running around the outside turn and I I just I I thought it was amazing. I you know Every time he gets on the track, he gets faster. That's all of our guys. Every time they get on the track, they're just getting faster every time. And that's awesome. Right. And there was some thought that you might run the 4x4, four four too, if you needed the points. But you didn't need the points, so you didn't run the 4x4. Four four. So you did uh, the leadoff leg of the relay, and you, and you had the record time. Did For both of you, did the state meet go about as well as it possibly could have gone? I mean, when you play it out in your mind going in. Yeah. Okay. I think it went pretty well for you know me not being able to run a 300. For, yeah, we'll, we get had, to, we'll get to that in a second. We had one of our teammates, Dennis. He was out sick. He had a 104-degree fever, and he was um, – what's, what's Dennis's last Dennis name? Dennis Lease. Dennis Lease, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's – um, 
Yeah, we lost. I mean, we we didn't gain some points that we would have liked to have gained. Um, we gained some points, like Gabe O'Reilly. Um, he got fourth in both of his events, and he wasn't supposed to. So, and we gained some points there. Um, I think it it went about how you would expect a state meet to go. I mean, do you score the meets um, prior to? Yeah, and I mean, that's. I think I scored us at eighty-seven points. Or yeah, so you were within ten points of what you scored. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's usually about right. I think Dennis not being there lost us probably because he was in the four by eight, he was in the five, and he was in the four by four. Probably cost us about you know, ten points, I would say, maybe eight to ten points. Okay, uh, the the DQ at regionals, uh, Brody. Uh, t- take us through that race. Just what were you were thinking, just start to finish there. Um, for the start of it, I knew we were probably gonna go one, two, three. So I was just excited for us to run that event as a team. So had a lot of adrenaline, and then when I got to the finish line, you know, no one was really, you know, I was just trying to get the crowd going. So and put my arms up and smiling and. I celebrated, and I didn't know I, I got disqualified, obviously, until later. I told you that, and it, it was a big deal to me, but it didn't hurt as bad as I thought it would. And, and, and you said, you also told me you're not typically a celebration I guy. Usually I usually never mean, you, celebrate you, you, after you, you, you don't really react uh, to, to much in your racing. So it was, here it was, it's a spontaneous moment. Uh, you're, you're happy for you and your teammates. The only other runners in your heat are teammates. Mm-hmm. And and, yeah. and all of a sudden you're disqualified. Like Dave, I, I know you've been diplomatic from yeah. start to finish, uh, and, and you wanted to be. And I'm not asking you not to be, but but this was the wrong decision, right? Well, no, I just, and there are about two million people on Twitter who agree, and quite a few of them are from the track community, and and it's it was not the right choice. But unfortunately, you know, I'm not the referee. And I uh, wasn't on the jury of appeals. So. You, you were initially, yeah, but, I was but, initially. but then when one of your runners uh, became involved, you obviously yeah, re- you recru- re- you re- recused yeah. yourself. Yeah, you do the, you know, it's just the right thing to do. Recru- you know, kind of sit back and go, you know, this, I have a conflict of interest here. Um, and so you kind of back off. I, th- I think, you know, I, I, I truly do believe that uh, um, a, lot of the, a lot of officials, um, this is something that's going to be talked about. This is something that they're going to sit back and um, decide. Okay, is is it a is it good for kids to expect them to be emotionless, right? You know, three or four steps from the finish line. I mean, there's celebrations, yeah. and then there's cele- some. Some would cross the line as being taunting or anything like that. But but this seems so far. Yeah, it's from hard that. to call taunting. Yeah, right. It's hard to call taunting when you are. Um, when you when your teammates are the only ones on the well, right. on the race, but, but but what I'm saying is there are celebrations that yeah. occasionally do cross the line, and, oh, definitely. And, and it seems like they would. And those seem obvious that this crossed the line, but Brody yeah. seemed like such a run in the mill, average, just happy response to a to yeah. a win that it was ridiculous, right? But you know, I'd be as it may, and be you know how what happened and and you know the adults that were involved there are a lot of good things that came from it i mean um you know all of a sudden it's gotten national attention so one of the good things that'll come from it is do we want to raise 14 15 16 7 year old 17 year old kids who can't celebrate their own accomplishments and can't are robots we don't have robots as kids now don't get me wrong if brody was celebrating at at the fifty meter line, um, and you know that's that's I would pull him aside and go, listen, Brody, <laughs> I I know you're excited, but you got about 
you got about 10 seconds of the race to go there. Not quite 10, but maybe five seconds of the race to go there. So, you know, don't be celebrating there. So isn't that ultimately what should have happened here? Like the the finish line official who DQ'd him should probably, if he didn't like the response, he should have probably pulled him aside and said, Hey, just, just be, be a little more cognizant next time. And it's, 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 and yeah, and that's what I'm hoping will, will come from this. I'm, I'm always looking ahead and looking, you know, what's, what's going to happen from here. And one of the things that I think truly has happened is as people have really looked at that rule and are saying, so what is over what is too much celebrating and what is just a release of emotion right and so i I think that is something that they that they truly are going to be looking at because you can't not look at that the reality of it is if i mean i'm i just know what was on twitter i can't even begin to think what was on all the other social medias and you know with olympians chiming in and and ex-officials chiming in and college coaches and high school coaches chiming in and i i think that the state as well as probably nationally they're going to kind of look at that rule again and go is is that rule good for kids are we expecting kids to not celebrate i mean you look at any other sport and I mean, soccer. Oh my God, you got to you got to stop the freaking clock when soccer <laughs> wins because the whole team is running around the field. So, for I don't know how much how long they're allowed to do it, but it's a huge celebration. Um, and I know we're not soccer, but the point being is, yeah, guys are taking off their shirts. Yeah, and well, they're not allowed to do and, that. And, uh, right, right. <laughs> they're they're allowed to do that in 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 the professional level, not in the high school. I mean, the irony of all this is normally you don't have to worry about any of this with Brody because, like he said, he doesn't yeah. really he doesn't really react to his yes. races that but much. But we we got some other good things out of it too. I mean, he's he's gotten that national attention, and now he's he's getting um, some phone calls that he's he's wanted to get, and because of this this thing, sometimes. God takes something away and just gives you something back that's awesome. Right. And I think that's what that's what's happened here. I mean, Brody, this this video of your uh, race here has gotten more than a million views. I think it's like it's almost two million yeah, views. Yeah, almost two. Is, is it crazy when Olympians are are, are responding to, are watching this and responding on Twitter? Like, just what has your reaction been to the reaction to this? <laughs> yeah, I'm just I was just excited that I had the you know Olympians. Having like supporting me and knowing that the decision was wrong in right. the first place, yeah. Right. Well, why why do you think you were DQ'd? Why I think I was DQ'd? Yeah. I don't. Maybe they thought I was being cocky. It was probably the main reason. They're probably wondering. You got one of the fastest kids in the nation. Why is he celebrating? He doesn't need to. That's what I think it was. So you think someone was maybe looking to make a little example out of you there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but how do you look at sort of how this has all fallen out? Do you think you benefited from it in in a lot of ways that you might not have otherwise if if it never happened? Uh, yeah, I've definitely benefited from it. You know, also some things were taken away from it, like I couldn't get my state title back in, in, in the three hundred. In yeah. the three hundred, which was a big deal to me, but. You know, I'm not mad at the official. You know, I'm over it. I never really was mad in the first place, like I said, and uh, it's been good. So. But, but in your stat, it states Furious stepped in. What, what was it like watching Furious win the win the 300? It was states? awesome. Yeah. yeah, it was good. I'm, yeah, I'm glad Furious got the title. Yeah, because I mean that that's sort of the outcome. If you couldn't compete, that that's yeah. that's the outcome you wanted. I mean, right? I knew Furious was going to win it. Right. There's no other competition. Right. right. 
I almost feel for Furious because because <laughs> uh, he, he he's this great athlete and Alex and all a lot of your athletes. Uh, I mean, it's, it, it's just the nature of the beast. Like they they'd be getting a lot more. I mean, this is no one's fault again, but they they we'd be writing about yep. a lot more. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it, it it it's the truth. But like I said, they they they're a little too easygoing to let that kind of they they get attention. They they get the the team cheering them on, the team high-fiving them. So they, they get that attention. And Yeah, Fierce will get a lot of attention next year. Yeah, because you're, 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 the, you're the senior, he's the junior. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So yeah. And he's going to – His year is going to be next year. He's, he's going to have a lot. And we've talked about that. And, and like, you have Seamus for two more years? Seamus is um, – that's going to – that is a a awesome young athlete that's coming together. And he is – I mean, right – I mean, we spend a lot of time on blocks because, you know, the, the first few steps of that – short race it's it's a big deal and if you don't get those first few steps right everything else falls apart and he is just getting better and better and better out of those blocks every single time we try him in fact he's coming to the point where he's starting to tell me like Brody can now he can tell me what he does wrong and Seamus is starting to say I think I did this wrong and then we'll look at the video and we'll say yeah you, you were right yeah, right let's fix that do you like the furious his name is Furious. <laughs> yeah. Not only that. It's, it's cool because, you know, my name and his name, just it's they're your, they're wild unique. names. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and Furious, he, uh, he, cut, he cut his hair. Like, he had that big uh, hairstyle. At, so he, he put it, it up it, in a bun. No, he didn't cut it. He put it up. Okay. Yeah, I told well, him he well, couldn't well, cut the hair. Well, 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 I was going to say, cause, because Brody's got the nice locks going here yeah. and, uh, and, and Furious. Like, was it slowing him down? Uh, Furious, no, obviously not. Where he put it up. <laughs> So yeah, it's kind of funny because when when we were I think at the holiday invite, there were I can't remember what the team was, and I think I I think where we take like no we were at the Ed Bowie and I took like five athletes to the Ed Bowie because it was really top notch meat, and um, one of the athletes goes, where does Catoctin get all those locks? <laughs> and I, Must be in the water. Yeah, or that's what that's there, what I told him. So. I said it's in the water what we drink. So yeah, we've got. We've got quite a few. You got, so- you got soccer players run, running on the on the track team. It seems. Yeah, whoa, we have. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You a guys, few. Could, you guys could rival the the so- so- uh, great soccer teams with, yeah. with your with your hairstyle. Yeah, we've got stuff. we've got a f- we've got a few ex soccer players on the team. Definitely. And so. trust me, I'm I'm very jealous. <laughs> I'm I'm very jealous of. of, of me too, because I'm gray. Of, of, of the hairstyles, so. So in between the regional meet and the state meet, you ran at the Milrose Games in New York City. Well, what was that experience like for you? Because there you, you ran your PR in the 55, and you got to wear spikes. You got to run on the bank track in the 300, just, and, and you lowered your PR in the 300 by, I, I think, a second or was, more, yeah, right? It was, yeah, it was a second, yeah. So, so, and, and you're running against the fastest kids in the country. Uh, what, what was that like for you? It, it, I knew going into the 55 it was going to be a really tight race, and it's a good experience because I'm so used to – winning and holding back and uh it was good racing against the sangha it was a good experience and yeah the kid from florida who, yeah. who, 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 who nipped you in the in the 55 yep he's real fast and i got the racist teammate teammate who i think he's the fastest kid now for the 300 in the nation i went into the 300 thinking i was like the slowest guy there and i didn't even know i thought i was in the slow heat and i was in the fast heat and then i, I surprised myself with the 33 8 yeah, it was a good number for but, me. But you finally got to run on a bank track. That was your first time running on a bank yeah, track. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you were thinking this is like the greatest thing ever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I pulled some in my hamstring probably like 20, 15 meters out, and I was literally holding my 
but for 15 meters with no arm swing. So I, it was a really good time for me, <clears throat> especially with what happened during the race. Do you feel unlucky? Because a lot of this crazy stuff follows you around. Yeah, yeah it's the, weird. The, 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 the DQ w- w- was weird. Uh, you you were battling stuff at state state outdoor last year, yeah. but 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 you're you're still able to come through, and that's one of the questions I was going to ask you is well, why do you always feel you perform at your best when, when when you really have to, and when your team needs you the most, and when everyone's watching, well, why do you think you're able to pull the best out of yourself? Because I you know I do it for you know my coach, and I do it for the team, and that pressure really makes me want to do it more. It does. So so you're willing to fight. fight I'm willing for, to fight, fight for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But but is it sort of crazy? Like all this sort of weird stuff happens to you. I mean, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> and, you, and you can't and you can't con- you can't control any of it either. So mm-hmm. just imagine if you didn't have to deal with the, the crazy DQs or all these little nagging injuries, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what 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 you can accomplish? So so Milrose, I mean, just running the three hundred Milrose, you don't have to slow down for turns, right? No, I was just really I really paced myself. I really wanted to see like what I could do, and. Um, I loosened up and I didn't tense up at all and I had a pretty good race. So right and uh, Assam, the kid from Florida, ran a six one eight, which I think became the is probably still is the fastest in the yeah. 50, in the fifty five. Yeah, then but, the Melrose State they have a, a clock. It's like not a conversion, but they yeah, yeah, you the actually 55. ran the sixty. Right, I ran the sixty, but they also clocked the fifty five. There's two yeah. um, cameras. Two cameras. Right, but you also vaulted. Uh, your way up the 300 rankings nationally. You're like in the top five now in, 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 in the 300 was, nationally. Yeah, I think it was either third or fourth. I don't And you were in the 20s, right? Before yeah. That? And think, you were thinking like you're the slowest kid. Yeah, like you I thought I was the like, slowest kid there. Right. Because the 300 is not my event. I, it could be, but it, right now it's not my event. Right. So was the Milrose, was that like, like he got to go to New York and that, that was probably fun for you? I mean, yep. was that sort of the needed meet yeah, b- b- between, between states and mm-hmm. regionals? Like, like it put you back in the right yep. mindset, right? It was needed. Yeah, uh, do, do, Dave. I imagine you see it that way. Oh too. yeah, it just yeah. it it was anything if it um, put him in races with, like he said, people he didn't think he could race against. I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, when you're when when you're at that caliber, it's sitting there and just all of a sudden going to a world class meet. The first thing that pops in your mind is, do I belong here? And I mean, it's, it it works that way with Alex and with with Furious, even though they're they're running great times, and they're they're going to some meets where they kind of coast in for a win, and at least Alex. And then you get him to a high class meet, and he starts even he starts thinking, do I do I am I am I truly still a person that belongs here? And you know, I talked to Brody about it last year at, at nationals because you know outdoor nationals, he thought the same thing. And I said, you know, Brody. You you got to 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 prove that you're there. You that you're there for the reason. First of all, you had to qualify to get there, which means you deserve to be there. Second of all, you um, you you got to trust your training. You got to trust your ability, and you just you just got to trust your your guts and and go for it. And and a lot of athletes are like that. They're all like that when they get on the line. Um, there were very few times I would imagine all eight of the athletes that were running the sixty were actually or nine nine that were running the 60s also had that in their mind and in the back of their mind going you know am i really the person that belongs here even the guys who were in the 300 with brody they probably looked at brody and said oh my god i'm running off against brody buffington and brody buffington looked at his competitor and said oh my god i'm running against this guy i don't know if i can do this uh, are these kids as big as brody um, uh, nick is probably a little bigger than yeah nicholas yeah he's huge but 
The other runners are usually a little smaller e- than me. Isam e- 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 is smaller than you? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big sprinter. I'm pretty big for... Like that short of a race. So, so do you like? Do you feel like you intimidate some of the other kids with, with, <laughs> no. with your size? It's like, holy watch, cow, who's this? Watch kid? him jump. It's pretty intimidating. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, because we have New Balance Indoor Nationals coming up March 9th. I yeah, think March are 9th. the official meet dates through the 11th in in, in Boston. So again, you'll get to uh, go on, uh, see another cool city, uh, go on a trip. You'll do it with your teammates because Furious Me, and and, and the four by two team. Yeah, four by two. Uh, 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 I think they're making the trip too. Yeah. So it's not just you. I mean, yeah. that, that, that's probably nice, right? Yeah, we got we got Brody, we got Furious, we got Alex, and we've got on the four by two Seamus and Asher are. Um, are going to be going right, so it's nice that it's not just you and Coach Lillard and your family that yeah. that are making this long trip. To he Boston, won't have to talk so. to me. <laughs> well, well, yeah, you'll be you'll be in some other car, yeah, right? He'll be able to talk to his right. friends. But with new with uh, the New Balance indoors, you're going to see a lot of these same kids that you just saw at Milrose. So, how beneficial was the Milrose experience, knowing that it might help you down the road here at Nationals? Um, it'll be good. It'll be good because I'll know the competition because I know a good bit of the runners that'll be there that. It's gonna be a tight race. Like Antoine, um, I think he's from North Carolina. I race him at Liberty. Um, Asanga, Nicholas Harbor. I've raced these guys, so you know I'm used to like that. That's that very close competition. And yeah, and you, and you're no longer asking like Coach said, like, do I belong here? Like you yeah. know you belong. I know here. I belong yeah. here now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So six point one nine. Are we? Are is that is that gonna be good enough at nationals, or do we have to get below that? I'm gonna go for below that. I, I want to be able to get low. Hopefully break six six. That's my goal. From the, the sixty because they run the sixty okay. at nationals. Because it'll be okay. It'll be another uh, sixty yeah. where they time the fifty five out. They of the might. 60. I'm okay. not for sure if they timed the fifty five and the sixty there. But I mean, who's? I didn't know they did that at Melrose. I was kind of surprised when they did it there. Right. Uh, I mean, I'll ask you the question that I've asked you before, and and you get asked a ton, and we'll get asked a ton. Like, how much faster do you think you can go in all these events? <laughs> I think I can keep getting a lot faster, especially with my the way my build is. And the genetics I have, and I'm just now starting to train a lot more. I'm, I'm tr- finally having a schedule, and I'm training consistently with my coach. Last year, you know, I didn't want it. I really didn't care for track. You know, I gave up a lot for track. Now, yeah, you were playing lacrosse. I was playing lacrosse, so I was just had that mindset. It's like, should I belong? Should I be here? Should I be playing lacrosse? But now I know I belong in the track and field game, and. And now I want a lot more, so I'm going to keep getting faster. Trust me. I mean, are, are you just amazed that all this has sort of happened for you? Yeah. When you step back and look at the big picture. Yeah. You know, I never yeah. thought I was going to be that fast. I, I can remember, like I said, I'll always remember the first time when he came up to me and asked me to run the 55. And I just basically said, all right, we're doing 40s today. Come on down. We'll test you out. And he ran the 40. We, we laser time it, and we... I was still remember it. He ran it, and I was like, oh. And then he came up to me and goes, was that good, Coach? And I looked at him, and I said, well, Brody, how does it feel being a county champion? And he was like, what? And I said, because if you run like this, you're winning counties. And he goes, serious? I was like, oh, yeah. So he's, he's, he's come a long way from not knowing where he is and what his ability is to knowing now when he when he gets on that track that he he knows what he wants and he knows what he's going to do and that's 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 the biggest part of just knowing what you want and once you know what you want then you're going to do it 
And they don't even have one of his best events in the indoor season, the, yeah. the long jump, where he's like a he's like a best in Maryland, well, 30, uh, 20, one of the tops in the nation type kids. Yeah, twenty three yeah. six is that twenty three seven. Yeah, three seven. And I haven't trained for that. And I and when I was down at PG jumping, I only I only jumped one time, I think, yeah. and it was off a twelve step uh, run up. Usually, so he could be like best in the nation in the long yeah. jump too. Well, no, maybe he's gonna he's gonna have a good coach. It's not gonna be me, so because <laughs> I don't know anything about the long jump. So he's got a really good coach, and you know, Coach Beaches, who's at Walkersville, and who who is coaching up at, at Oakdale, is going to be helping out with Brody um, in the long jump, which is going to be really cool. So what's the what, what's the schedule looking like for for the outdoor season, uh, event wise? Hundred, two hundred? Uh, one, two, long. I, I don't think I'm going to be doing triple jump. I think it's too hard on on me, especially I'm so explosive. I'm always getting injured. Um, maybe I'll probably try a relay to, or, uh, uh, me, I don't know. I might try the 400 once or twice just to get a time. Right. Yeah. Last time you were on, we were talking about maybe th- throwing you in the shot put or something like that. Right, that's out of window. I think it'll be cool. It I think that cool. was you, Greg. Uh, yeah. We, we, we want to make him the ultimate, uh, uh, <laughs> uh hep, hep athlete yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's probably, it, I mean, the, the two and the four are tough double, especially at regions and states and actually at any meet if they have semis because the two is very close to the four so i mean he'll he can do the t- four just you know test his legs on it give the colleges some times well we were we were talking about this before we came on dave what, what, are, what are the chances that the 400 will ultimately end up being his best event um i well he knows how i feel about it i i think he's anywhere from a 55 to a 400 meter runner just because of his versatility i mean he is a very he's a he's probably one of the most versatile sprinters that i've i've seen ever in track and field the fact that you know he can hit those times in the in the 55 and the 60 and then hit the times in the 300 and and if, with a little bit of training and a little bit of focus he can do the same thing in the 400 i mean it's 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 amazing i mean whatever college gets him is going to scratch their head and go where do we need a fast runner and where can we put Brody because he can go in anything from 55 to 400. That's what I tell coaches. I said, he's not a 400-meter runner now, but give him some time and experience, and it, it could very well happen. Yeah, I mean, because if you do – I mean, I'm using the math that you guys were telling me about. If he's running like a 32, 33-second 300, if you just cr- yep. put it in cruise control and came home, I mean, that, that, that's a 50-second 400, yeah, which, which is 17-second 100 after that and just a he, he, jogging. He's there. Well, what are your thoughts on the 400, Brody? I think now with practice, uh, coach has got me like lengthening out my, my um, what I've been doing. So now I'm running a lot more 150s, which I've never done. Like I think last year, the most I ever did was probably 40s, and now I feel so much better. I could run a lot longer. I could run, get my top speed going, and keep it there for a lot longer. I mean, yeah, it could be a good 400 meter runner. So who knows? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a different. I mean, we have a. The, our sprint program's a lot different at Catoctin, and it's it's basically, especially for a guy like Brody, for Furious, we, we train him like a 4'8 guy, and that, that works out great. But for somebody like Brody, yeah. the first thing you've got to do is just hyper-focus on speed because no matter what, I'll tell, I tell Alex this, and I tell the distance guys, and I tell everybody, no matter what, I don't care if you're running the 55 or if you're running the two mile, it's still the fastest time that wins, which means you've got to, you've got to have some speed on you. Right. And, and 
they embrace that. They really embrace that concept. I mean, furious, furious to 500 guys out there doing 40s to try to get himself faster. Um, Alex and the other distance guys are out there doing 35s and 40 meter sprints to get themselves faster. They're doing other things, of course. They're not they're not training like Brody, and Brody's not training like Furious. They, but speed speed kills, and so we always kind of try to hyper focus on speed early on. Right. Uh, college interest has obviously picked up, especially with all that has happened in the last month. I mean, I won't ask you about specifics unless you want to get into it. But but uh, just what's the college situation been like recruiting wise over the last month? It, it's really picked up. Uh, I've had some some good schools contact me in just in the past two weeks, so it's been very very interesting. Right. Dave, do you ultimately think he'll, by the end of the spring, that he'll have a choice of what school he wants to run track yeah, for? Yeah, I think, I think he, has, he has a pretty good chance of getting multiple offers. He's going to have, he's going to have a tough decision. And, you know, ultimately, um, it's, it's a tough decision for a kid because, a, I mean, these college recruiting coaches, and I've told Brody this, they're, they're very charismatic. They are very likable. And they they are trained at what they do, and they literally, if they want a runner, they're they're going to make that runner feel guilty to say no, and um, and you know that's their job. Their job is to recruit for the college, and I I think he's got a tough decision, but I I know he's going to make the decision that's right for him, and I know he's going to when he goes on his um on his visits, he's he's going to really look at the facilities, look at the coach, look at the other competitors because. The reality of it is, you know, Brody's been the fastest guy um, on the Catoctin track team, and same with Furious. Like, when he goes looking for colleges, he's the fastest mid-distance guy, and Alex is the fastest miler. And when they go to a college, and Alex has said himself, he said, I just want to be able to train with somebody. And I'm sure Brody kind of feels the same thing. He wants to go to a, a, a school where he can actually train with somebody and be at the same caliber. Will will it pain you to have to tell a college no, Brody? Yeah, especially if it's like all the work they do, you know, try to get me in. Yeah, it, it, it's tough when when they're when they're doing all these things for you or making all these pitches, and and, and you have to say no. So, how how'd you get so lucky, Dave, to have all these uh, great kids? I mean, I, uh, where, 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 what 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 mine are you looking in or how, what what underground area are you looking in to find I, all these great kids? I have no idea. I mean. The, I mean, I tell the kids all the time. I mean, I think uh, I, I don't. Brody asks ask me once in a while, "Well, coach, you won another state championship," and I say all the time, "Brody, I haven't won a single state championship. I haven't." I, and I and I'll stick to this right now. I mean, I'm happy when they win. I I'm not denying. I don't feel some pride in in myself and the program when they win. But the reality, but, but it's everywhere you go, Urbana, yeah, Oakdale, they just buy in. Talkton, yeah. They buy in. That's probably the the best way to say it is that you know. Yeah. When I when I got to Catoctin, the first thing that I told those boys and is that you are not a one A school. We 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 are not talking about that. And I just you know, with kids you just say the same thing over and over and over and over again and eventually they 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 start to buy in. And that's probably the, the one thing that I do is it's I really push the kids to buy in and I and I let them be kids I let them make mistakes I, I let them screw I hold them accountable but at the same time I I also forget it's once once I've held a kid accountable for something and 
once we've talked about if they messed up, I move on. It's it's in the past. It's not something that, you know, I expect them to carry around with baggage, and it's not something I carry around with baggage. And I think they respect that. They they know that they're not perfect, and they're going to be treated great, even though they're unperfect, could in, be, imperfect. Could be a good lesson for a certain regional finish line. Uh, <laughs> well, you uh, gotta uh, you gotta forgive or, you gotta yeah. forgive him just as well because <laughs> right. he's not perfect either, and. And just like that kid who's imperfect and learns from their mistake, you know, it's it's right. you you hope the same thing happens. Right. But the mindset is you're not a one A school, but re- the reality is you are a one A yeah. school and one of the smallest schools in Maryland. And we, so, so what were the odds that one of the fastest kids in the nation and the fastest kid in Maryland was just going to fall into your lap? I've been blessed. That's all I can say. Yeah, I've been blessed. Right. How are you training for? Uh, nationals now brody i mean the season's over the high school season's over so how are you preparing for um new balance in a couple weeks in boston for the next two weeks um i'll be training like what three days a week probably like three days a week three days a week give them workouts three days a week it'll be just just like usual you know normal just i won't be at practice every day now since the team's not there right it's just me furious Seamus and Alex and the four by two team, obviously. So there's there's only so much you could do, right, Dave, yeah. to, get, to get better at this point. Yeah, the haze, the haze at this point in time. I mean, and I've told Brody that I said, you know, you probably got a couple of hard workouts in you before nationals, and the other guys know it too. And after that, it's it's just staying sharp. That's all it is. It's you you can't do any the haze in the barn. I mean, it's not like we're it's not like. Um, November 15th and he got accepted to go to nationals and nationals is in March it's nationals is in 15 days and a couple of good workouts stay sharp eat right I call it the 10% rule do the 10% of sleeping drinking staying healthy keeping stress off of you doing your homework do all those things that will take away from running and 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 you'll do great. It's that ten percent. Usually, I tell my athletes that ten percent is more important on that last week prior to a big race than all the training that you could do in that week. Right, uh, Brody. You don't like wearing your state medals. Uh, coach tells me. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it it goes back to you love it. You're happy. It's you have it. But I mean, uh, you, you you don't you don't need it. I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know why I don't like wearing my medals. I just I don't know, because because your dad, who's a, who's a coach on on your staff, Dave, he 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 wants he wants you to wear your medals, and he's yeah. he's, he's, he's proud of you, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, but 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 you're just as fine. I mean, you, you don't need the showmanship, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, So, and that's growth right there. I mean, that's I mean, it, the cool thing about it is, I mean, Brody's 17 years old, and he's got the mindset that he doesn't like that stuff. I mean. I'm sure he, when he was last year, he he enjoyed it a whole lot more when he was getting those medals. It's something he, he was, he was like, wow, this, this is good. Look, I've got a medal. And, and, but now it's, 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 it's cool to see. And I'd like to see him like celebrate a little bit more, but um, it's, um, I think you can't take that away from him. That's, that's Brody. And yeah, he, he, he doesn't, he doesn't need it. Yeah. So like he loves it, but he, but he, but he doesn't need, he doesn't need it to be a happy, content uh, young man. So I'm, I am disappointed. The shot put dream has died. (laughs) I I wanted to see like a Dan and Dave in in the Olympics eventually. So, yeah. uh, 
So so that dream has died because we were trying to talk you into it uh, last time you came. Yeah, down, actually, so. he went to Regions. You want, he was at Regions? You yeah, I wanted to throw. And I told him, I said. He'd yeah. be pretty good at it. I mean, well, <laughs> the one time you threw it, didn't you like set some mark or something like yeah, that? 44 or, feet yeah. and a half. Yeah, well, 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 when, where would that put him in the state? 44. That would have won the state. Won the right, state. yeah, right. See? So. Yeah, you he, know. He, Greg. He, he's, a hep, he's a heptathlete, too, <laughs> in, in addition to everything else. Yeah, but it's so. that 15 that he's scared of, right? Yeah. Oh, that's a decathlon right 15 has a decathlon. right plus it ta- it's easy for me to say too because i don't have to put in the work to be great at all this stuff that, 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 <laughs> that, that, that he does so guys thank you very much uh, brody you, buffington uh, congratulations on all your success sir we, we we love watching you run and look forward to over the next uh couple of weeks and during the outdoor season too uh, dave lillard is, is always uh thanks for coming in and explaining all this great stuff And uh, thanks to all of you uh, for uh, checking us out and listening uh, to the final score this week. Thanks to producer Graham Cullen, uh, my colleagues at the FNP, Alexander Dacey and John Canning. And we will be back with you next week. So have a great week, everyone. (laughs) 